Hey guys, welcome back to Self-Love Saturdays. We are on episode number five, and I know I keep saying this, but I can't believe I've made it this far. Thank you so much for hanging out here and for tagging along and listening and interacting. It honestly means the world. This was such a new venture of mine, and it's such a passion project, and I put my heart and soul into these episodes. So thank you again for listening, for commenting, for emailing me, for messaging, for subscribing, everything. It does not go unnoticed. I am so, so grateful. So on this episode of Self-Love Saturdays, I wanted to touch on something that is pretty deeply rooted in who I am as a person. So I often get called, drumroll please, savage. (laughs) I wear it like a badge of honor these days. I have had female friends, male friends, people that I've dated, family members, etc, 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 all call me savage in my behavior, whether it is towards um, my dating life, or my friend groups, or with work, my entrepreneurial ventures, everything in between, I am labeled as a savage. So this has been a bit of a new term that has popped up the past couple of years, Um, where people call someone a savage and say, oh, you're straight savage. Pretty much what does savage means? It means being a little ruthless, getting straight to the point, straight shooter, no holds barred, and just giving her. So I absolutely am a savage. Yes. Thank you. Please. I'm super happy to be labeled as that. And it's pretty accurate. I won't lie. I do not believe that there should be a negative connotation with being labeled as a savage. Do you? I think that it is amazing that I am now being more straight to the point, being a straight shooter not holding back with my opinions, not feeling like I can't be myself, and just being honest and being aware of my own truths. I think that's really crucial for self-growth and betterment. And yeah, I'm proud of myself then. If that's who I am, that's how people want to label me, give me. I will gladly take it. So something that... I wanted to talk about within this is being a savage and when to embrace it and when to pull it back. So I am definitely very savage in my personal life. I don't want to have my time wasted and I go into every relationship or every potential relationship being as honest as possible. So I will never go into something saying, oh, I am definitely desperately looking for a boyfriend or a girlfriend or, oh, I am desperately looking to remain single because those are not what I'm looking for. I am not 
looking for long-term, but I'm not looking for short-term either. If I find the right person, incredible. But until that happens, I am not going to box myself into something. So personally, I am just looking to meet people. I am looking to make a great connection. And if something grows from that, awesome. If not, that's completely fine. I do not have time for my time to be wasted. (laughs) I think in 2018 and now into 2019, there's been this very big shift in dynamics when it comes to dating. There is a lot of power and control games being played, and I am not someone that enjoys playing games. I think it just causes a lot of drama a ton of miscommunications and doesn't really serve a purpose. I believe in honesty through and through. If you're not interested in someone, just tell them. If you are, tell them. Very cut and dry. If you're having an issue with your relationship, be upfront and honest. If it's going well, also vocalize that. I think a lot of problems that occur within relationships come down to lack of communication and things being misconstrued, often because someone's trying to beat around the bush. I do not have an issue if someone doesn't want to continue seeing me. I've had that happen a couple times over the past year, and that's fine. That is completely your prerogative, and I'm not going to hold that against you. I am not everyone's cup of tea. I am a lot to handle, and that's fine. Because the right person will come along that can handle that and it'll be great. Until that, that's what dating's for. We're supposed to be trying different things, trying out different people, seeing what works, what we like, what we don't like. So I cut to the chase and I move on quickly if it has been an amicable amicable parting so to speak. So if we split and there is no problem, no harm, no foul, I'll move on. And I have been told that that's a savage move. I don't mourn relationships necessarily. Um, I do definitely believe in getting back on the horse, but I believe that in every aspect of my life. So I also believe that when it comes to trying new ventures and trying new projects, we will not succeed at every single thing that we do. It is what it is. (laughs) That is probably the biggest truth that I believe in. I physically, emotionally, mentally will not succeed in every single thing that I try. It's not realistic. Because of that, I definitely believe in moving on when it comes to a new project, a new business idea, a new hobby, passion. If at first you don't succeed, try, try, try again. And if that idea isn't successful, move on to the next. I constantly have a notebook with me all the time and I have a million and one notes on my phone and my computer. So, okay, 
scratch it off the list and head to the next one. It is completely fine to detox that really quickly and move on. Keep your chin up and keep moving forward. That is drive and ambition. And again, if that's savage, then pat yourself on the back for being a freaking savage. Get it, girl. Go on, boy. You got this, okay? So another place that we can definitely introduce being a little bit more, quote unquote, savage in our life is in our personal decisions. So yes, it's similar and overlapping to what we've just discussed previously with relationships and with business. But a lot of times in our personal life, like with social spheres, with um, our accommodations, like our living situations, our friends, even our families, sometimes we have to be a little bit more to the point. And oftentimes we are not being as honest as we should. We tread lightly. We overstay because we don't want to make things uncomfortable. But again, so much drama could just be eliminated by just being real. Having a communicative conversation with another person, we're all adults here, can save so much time and effort being wasted. Let that sink in. I want you to think about the last time you decided that you didn't want to be straight up because it was uncomfortable, it was awkward, it could start a fight, you were worried about the other person's reception of what you were saying, etc. Think about that and think about how it could have gone down if you had decided to just be straightforward and blunt about the topic. I think it would have gone much differently. A lot of things that get thrown back at us is, you lied. Why couldn't you just be honest? Why couldn't you just tell the truth? And it's because in society, we want to spare each other's feelings for the most part. We want to avoid conflict. And again, this is a very millennial thing. This is, you know, we've been sheltered a lot at home. And I'm not saying this as a clear-cut black and white statement. I'm saying, in general, middle-class citizens who are coming up in the millennial and the Y-gen have definitely lived a completely different life than that of our parents. We are afforded the opportunities to live at home for the most part. We are afforded the opportunities for education beyond post-secondary. We are afforded the opportunities to save, to be supported by our family members, to live with friends. You know, we are living in booming cities. They're not industrial towns as much. We have job opportunities. And yeah, like the economy is not amazing, but it's pretty damn good if you're educated. And again, it's a generalization, but middle-class millennials do have it pretty okay. And I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of clap back on this one, but my social circles, the people I interact with quite a bit, yes, we definitely have hardships and we all struggle, but 
we are afforded so many amazing opportunities that our parents did not have. And a lot of that comes down to our parents fighting to provide us with opportunities that they did not have. I know 100% that is something I am so grateful for. My parents have done so much for me to make sure that I'm living a better life than they ever did. And theirs was pretty good. So... So avoiding conflict is definitely not the best answer in my books. Um, (laughs) Some would argue that I am aggressive. I would argue that, again, I'm just more upfront and a little blunt. So we have this avoidance of conflict, this need for that. And we also have, next up, close runner-up is this incessant need to preserve ourselves. So what we, again, I can only speak for this generation and this kind of overlapping generation, this millennial Y gen, and I can't speak for everyone, but I can speak for my experience in interacting with them and within myself. So we are all over social media. We are as I discussed in my previous episode, the most connected generation, and yet we're the most disconnected. And this loops back because we are so used to peering into each other's lives constantly that we often just want to preserve our our self and safe face. And it becomes really tricky. And something I've been hearing a lot from friends and seeing a lot on Instagram, I recently participated in this um, Live Life Unfiltered campaign called Hashtag As She Is. And it was about sharing raw truths and sharing honest insights from your life that you would not normally show on social media. And multiple women came forward with saying that they would post photos constantly of them and their partner portraying themselves to be in a very happy-go-lucky, loving relationship, even though they were constantly fighting. And I've encountered this with my own friends, and I've encountered this in my past relationships as well, where... It's almost like the worse your relationship is, the more you desperately need to validate it online by receiving those likes, those comments, those jealousies from other people of wishing they had what you had. And it's a way to make ourselves feel better. So a lot of times, instead of being straightforward and abrupt and blunt, we tiptoe around and kind of try to mask all of those true feelings with photos and messages and more of a positive representation of our lives than is actually what's happening. And the previous generations didn't have this luxury, right? And yes, they also didn't have a very watched personal life, 
but it's kind of apples and oranges here. Um, so we're trying to save face. We're trying to avoid kind of being found out. And it's really easy to do this. It's really easy to just post a happy photo of you and your, your mate. It's really easy to just Photoshop those five to 20 pounds out to put a filter on when you have a breakout instead of just being your raw, real truthful self. We have, there's an app for that. There's a million and one apps for that to just get away with it, to just lie, to hide the truth and to manipulate the public perception of what's really going on. And this is something that messed with my head. I used to Photoshop my photos constantly on Facebook, on Instagram. Uh, Every photo got Photoshopped. It is so hard for me to find before and after photos to share because all of my before photos were heavily Photoshopped to make me look at least 30 pounds lighter. And me, when I'm trying to show my weight loss, I'm stuck with the same two photos because of that, because I didn't want people to really see how bad things were. I think being true to yourself is so much healthier. You're not pretending. You're not wearing a mask all the time. And when you're not, you can become comfortable with yourself. That's huge. Being able to honestly say what you like, what you don't like, what you appreciate, what you're looking for, what your goals are, what you want out of this life is a beautiful thing. It is incredible to be able to go out there and say that loudly and proudly. And I am very, very honest. I am a very open person. And it's taken a long time for me to be as transparent as I am, especially as transparent as I am on social media. I have a small following on Instagram and I am very, very transparent. I try to be as authentic as possible because I know what it's like. I know what it's like to not want to show the real truths, to want to hide parts of yourself, sides of yourself, to constantly wear a mask that you feel you could never drop. It's a crying shame to hide that true, beautiful self from other people. And if we're constantly hiding who we are and trying to fit in and, and you know, swim along with everyone else, life gets pretty boring. We, we kind of melt into being the same person. So why wouldn't we want to praise ourselves for being unique, share our distinctive differences, and celebrate that. So a little food for thought on this self-love Saturday. Can I be a little bit more savage? Will that benefit me by being more real, more honest, more upfront, by laying out exactly what I want and what I deserve, who I want that from, putting your foot down, 
communicating. Will that make a difference in my life for the better? I don't know what the answer is for you, but I do know that it has been life-changing for me. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with me on this self-love Saturday as we discussed savagery and how we can incorporate that to be a little bit more true to ourselves and our lives. This is a topic that is super near and dear to my heart. And as you guys heard, it has changed my life for the better. I hope you can walk away from this with a little bit more insight into how you can use being a savage to your advantage and how it can better so many things in your life. Thank you so, so much for sticking it out to episode five, guys. This is huge milestone for me. Thanks again. Please feel free to send me an email and connect. I love hearing your topic suggestions. I have lots more planned to come. Please hit that subscribe button. Leave a comment, like, connect. I love hearing from you all, and it really does me a huge favor in getting this out there. I hope you have an incredible weekend and an amazing week to come. I have so many more great things to share with you. Thanks for stopping by and hanging out and listening. Much love. Take care.